0: we hear again these words from our gospel lesson. Hosanna to the Son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. Today is the first Sunday in Advent, the first week of the church year. Now, for well over a thousand years, The church has heard on this first Sunday in Advent the story of Jesus' triumphal entry into Jerusalem. It is not a mistake. The Palm Sunday Gospel did not get misplaced. No, Jesus' triumphal entry into Jerusalem is what Advent is all about. Advent is pointing everything in the church toward Jesus on the cross. So Jesus' triumphal into, entry into Jerusalem is our focus on this first, first Sunday in Advent. And it is here that this king will take home his throne on the cross. Jesus enters Jerusalem and everything is toward The cross, everything Jesus does, everything he allows to be done to him, it's all about the sacrifice he will give for all sinners. Now, as Jesus enters Jerusalem, it's on a donkey. When Jesus enters, Jerusalem is packed. The city is crowded for the Passover feast. With all the excitement of the crowds, Jesus enters in a way no one can miss. Now, everyone surely has heard of Jesus at this point. He's been traveling around Galilee and Capernaum and the districts outside Jerusalem for about three years. They would have heard the stories of how the prophet John had baptized Jesus out in the Jordan of how Jesus had then gone about healing diseases, touching leprous skin, eating and drinking with tax collectors, of Him casting out demons, even raising dead people. They had surely heard these stories. And now He enters Jerusalem at the year's busiest time, which is Passover. And He enters On a donkey. No political parade ushering in a new government. If he had been setting up a new government like kings do, or if he had been riding into town to overthrow the Roman government, we would expect Jesus to enter like a king, riding on a chariot, surrounded by mounted soldiers in full military regalia followed by legions of infantrymen and then herds of cattle and horses. The greater the army, the greater the cavalry, then the greater the king. But to the contrary, the people of Jerusalem saw Jesus only on the back of a donkey. And it's not even his donkey. It's borrowed Jesus enters Jerusalem humble and lowly. He has no spurs or saddle. The disciples let Jesus borrow their cloaks to lay them on the donkey. He has no chariot or war horse, no armies, no sword, no might, no glory. No outward pomp in in order to inspire awe and fear. Jesus in his kingdom comes with great meekness, with great humility, with nothing to dazzle the eyes, nothing amazing to touch. This is so because he is focused on one thing, his enthronement on the cross. Jesus is headed to the cross. He needs nothing of earthly power, strength, strength. Or effectiveness. All Jesus needs is to come into town lowly and meek on the back of a donkey. If there's one thing we cannot do is to confuse Jesus with a political leader or the organizer of a movement. You see, Jesus is here to throw enthrone himself on the cross. What political leader has ever set out to do something like that? But Jesus is not coming in like an earthly ruler. When Jesus is enthroned upon the cross, which he is riding into town to do, all the world powers remain in place. All the communities go about their daily business as before. The world has not been brought into a new political reality. Jesus is here to be enthroned on the cross, For one simple reason. That's for the salvation of the daughter of Zion. The daughter of Zion is the new Jerusalem, the bride of Christ, which is the church, which is you. Jesus is here to shed his blood to cleanse the unclean. To forgive you and me of all sin and thereby make us his own. Everything Jesus does is toward the cross and toward you and me for the forgiveness of our sin. So how shall we receive this king? We do the same way that the daughter of Zion would find her. He comes to us in humility. But the crowd also received him with the shout, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna comes from the Hebrew. It means, save us, we pray. They shout Hosanna to him who comes in the name of the Lord. It is true, this lone man who enters town in such a shocking way on the back of a lowly donkey, he comes in the name of the Lord. The Lord's name is Yahweh. The name Jesus literally means Yahweh saves. That's the name by which he enters to go to the cross. So who is this riding into town in such a shocking way? It is Yahweh, true God, on the back of a donkey, coming into Jerusalem to save us. Hosanna, shout the people to this man on the docking. That is, save us, we pray, for you are Yahweh who saves the sinner. And then it's on the way to the cross, the humiliation of the trial before Caiaphas and Pontius Pilate. It's the shame of being publicly crucified. It's the torment of dying. For Jesus, everything is toward the cross. That is, everything is toward giving himself unto death for you and me. Everything he does is toward redeeming the sinner and ransoming his people. And now everything in the church is toward bringing the gifts of the cross to those whom Jesus gathers in his name. He is the Lord, Yahweh in the flesh, answering the prayer of Hosanna, Lord, save us. He is doing what He wrote into Jerusalem to do. He is saving you and me on the cross. Now everything He is doing in the church is toward bringing those gifts of the cross to us. Every week He is enthroned upon our altar distributing His kingly gifts to us, saying to all of those who belong to Him, this is my body, this is my blood. In this body and blood, lowly at least to our eyes, He is righteous and declaring us to be righteous. He is bestowing salvation as He provides us with the body and blood that rode into Zion, that was then crucified on the cross, and that third day was raised up from the dead. This He brings to us and gives to us in His sacrament, so that the cross belongs to us as much as it did to Him, and His resurrection is ours. And our prayer is joined to the prayer of those at His side, of that road as they watched him ride in on a donkey. Hosanna, we say along with them. That is, save us, we pray, for you are most blessed, you who comes in the name of the Lord, who comes by the name of Jesus to save us. This is why we sing the sanctus in the divine service just prior to the Lord's Supper. Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. And so it makes sense to hear of Palm Sunday on this first Sunday in Advent. We are an Advent people who celebrate the coming of our Savior, who once came in humility and who continues to come in humility to be grasped. By faith. But there will be another advent coming on the last day. Instead of a borrowed donkey, it will be a descent from heaven with a cry of command, with the voice of an archangel, with all the angels in heaven, and with the sound of the trumpet of God. Instead of humility, it will be shining glory. Instead of a humble throne of a cross, there will be a glorious throne. And for you, there will be life and a kingdom inheritance that has no end. A kingdom where Jesus, our Savior, sits on the throne. Where life is beyond trouble, beyond death, beyond the grave. And Jesus is there and we are with him. Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion, O daughter of Jerusalem! Behold, your king is coming to you, lowly in the womb of a virgin, lowly riding in on a donkey, lowly on the cross, lowly in the bread of in the bread and wine, but glorious in his final return. In the name of the Father and of the Son